Welcome to the Life Changing Principles Podcast, where we take a new principle every week and explore how it changes our lives. I'm Leanne Hunt, ready to jump into today's principle. Let's talk about the difference between a goal and a goal loop. To talk about the difference, I guess first we need to talk about what they are. A goal, I'm assuming you know what a goal is. It's something you want that you are willing to put effort toward. A goal loop is a little piece of a goal, and the way you close the loop or finish a goal loop is by asking three questions. What went well and why? What didn't go well? And what did you learn? So now you know what a goal and a goal loop is. How does knowing the difference between a goal and a goal loop give you power over your goals? That's our principle for today. Knowing the difference between a goal and a goal loop does give you power over your goals. Let's take a look at why. When you reach a goal, it's something to celebrate. It's something to be happy about. We feel good. It feels satisfying and like we're accomplished when we accomplish a goal. It's awesome. The same thing happens with goal loops and the advantage of having goal loops and knowing the difference between arriving at the end of a goal loop and arriving at the end of the goal is that it takes a long time generally to get to the end of your goal. And so to have a big gap of time where you're doing all of this hard work, where you're thinking about it, where you're dreaming, where you're wanting it, where you're putting in effort, there's a big gap there where we are anticipating that the good feeling at the end of the goal is gonna be worth all of this effort that we're putting into it. And it's just not the case. That emotion that happens at the end of a goal is temporary. It feels good and it does feel accomplished. And there's a lot of other results that we get, but emotionally it's just a little blip and pretty soon we come right back down to baseline. Goal loops can give us power over our goals by helping us to feel part of that accomplishment early on and in between, right in the middle of it. Seeing our progress toward the goal and giving us an emotional boost right in the middle of the goal. Of course, we don't set goals just to feel good, just to have that emotional high at the end of it. There's a lot of other reasons that we set goals. We set goals to accomplish things that we want to accomplish. We set goals to make changes in our own life internally, in our own selves. We set goals to make changes in our environment or in our relationships. We set goals to gain a new skill or to practice or strengthen a character trait that we want. There's a lot of different reasons that we set goals. On our way to accomplishing those goals, goal loops give us power and control over it because a lot can happen on the way to the end of a goal. A lot happens in the messy middle. I like the analogy of a map. Goals give us a destination on the map and they tell us where we're going. It's like putting in a destination on your GPS. And then goal loops is that moment where you take the map out. And I understand that right now with Google Maps directing you, it's just going to tell you turn left, turn right, get on the freeway, go so far. And we're just listening to that. But think back to the old school days where you actually had a little dot on your map and you had to pull out the paper map and unfold it and take a look at it. And you asked yourself, where am I? And what direction am I going in? And is that the direction I want to be going in? And so the destination of the goal was one thing, but checking in with yourself to see where you were 
was something else. It gave you insight about what was going on and it gave you a decision point that you could make changes to your goal, which is one of the things that gives you power over it is to have decision moments or check-ins where you can actually adjust where it is you actually want to go rather than hanging on to something that you chose at the very beginning without all of the information about where you actually wanted to go. Another imagery that I really like for the difference between goals and goal loops and how goal loops can give us mastery over our goals is that a goal is something that we want to do. And so we write it down and we say, I'm going to do this. Well, then when you check in with your goals in the coming days or weeks and you take a look at your calendar and your to-do list, now all of a sudden your goal is in charge of your day. It's in charge of your schedule. It's in charge of your time and your intentions. And it tells you what to do. Sometimes I feel like my goals boss me around, like what I decided in January or what I decided at the beginning of the week is now creating my agenda for me. There's some good things and some bad things about that. First of all, it could be a good thing because when you were setting goals, you may have been in a good mindset thinking about your future and not in the thick of a busy day. You were in a planning mode. And so sometimes goals can help us structure and follow through on things that we know we want to do, even though we might not decide that in a busy moment. But goals can also boss us around by not anticipating what our daily lives look like. And it seems like we have to do that when really it's not something we actually want to do anymore. Our past self is bossing our future self around. Because I experience this frequently, I've actually started writing myself notes when I write future tasks or future goals for myself. I'll say, Leanne, you've got a goal to do this thing. And the reason you're choosing that goal is because you want to contribute and you want to help and you think it's a good idea and you think these are the kinds of results that are gonna happen from it and you think it's gonna feed you and bless your life too. So here's why you set this goal. Now I realize in the middle of your busy day, you may not feel like doing this goal anymore, but I just wanted to remind you what I was about when I set out this goal for you. That little reminder actually really helps me because our moods shift, our intentions shift, our head is filled with all different kinds of thoughts at any given different time. And so having that reminder of why we set the goal and what our intentions were, and what we thought was gonna happen, helps us when we check in in the middle of a goal as a, as a goal loop to decide, do I still wanna do this goal? Oh yeah, this was interesting. This is something I do wanna do. Or maybe, yeah, I'm not so sure I'm interested in that anymore. So rather than feeling guilty or feeling like you failed the goal or failed yourself because you didn't do it and you didn't accomplish what this goal was bossing you around doing, it puts you in charge again. Goal loops put you in charge again where you can take the goal and wrangle it into what you want, adjust it to what you want, or give it up because you're not interested in that goal any longer. Let me tell you a story of goal loops putting me back in charge of my own goal. And actually this is a couple's goal. So my husband and I are wanting to eat in a more healthy way. We've had some grown kids living with us as they were um, getting their house built and they just moved into their house and we're like, oh, this is kind of a fresh start. This would be fun to set a goal right now to shift our healthy eating. And so we made a simple goal on Sunday to chop up all of the vegetables that are in the fridge and put them in easily accessible containers. We knew that that would help us eat more healthy. So we didn't do that goal. We just completely didn't do any of that on Sunday. 
So Monday, my husband brought up healthy eating again, and we started one of those communication spirals where we just go down the same old conversation. We know where it's going to end, but we don't know how else to talk about it. And he was kind of frustrated that we weren't really doing anything and that we kept failing these goals. And I was like, hey, let's just go loop it. And so we go looped it. We asked the question, what was going well with this goal? Well, we both want to eat healthy and we already have a bunch of answers for how to do that. And we're both willing to have this goal of cutting up all of the veggies in there. We just didn't do it this one time. And why did that go well for us? Because we have good intentions and we already have some experience. What didn't go well? Well, we didn't do it. Okay, what did we learn? What we learned is that we learned several things in the middle of our conversation. One was that it wasn't that big a deal that we didn't do it on Sunday because we were helping our daughter move in and putting all of her kitchen things away. So we just didn't have a lot of time. The second thing we learned in the middle of our conversation was that I have a goal of changing my environment, but I have no intention of changing my rules for eating or my schedule or what's allowed or not allowed. I'm not going on a diet. I'm just preparing my environment to be a more more conducive to healthy eating. Whereas my husband really wants to actually have kind of a schedule. Who's cooking? Who's shopping? What are we going to eat? Let's make a menu and let's take turns doing all of that stuff. So we have the same direction. We have the same goal that we want. We want to both have more healthy eating, but all of these tiny little goal loops that we could use to get there are different. So having that goal loop on Monday gave us insight into what was happening because we asked questions. Goal loops open the envelope. They help us to see what's actually going on with our goals. And so we saw that it wasn't a big deal because we were busy on Sunday and we were happy to do that goal the next day. But we also saw that his goals and my goals didn't align. And so we could have the same goal of cutting the veggies and putting them in the little containers but that we each would handle our own separate goals in our own separate ways too. It made it really clear to us what was going on. And the best thing is, it didn't feel anymore like a hopeless situation where we were never gonna make any progress on this goal. We just did a goal loop. One fail, we learned from it. We had a new goal and he had his own goals and I had my own goals and we learned a lot from the experience. That's one way that goal loops can put us back in charge of our own goals. They help us get down into the nitty gritty of a goal, not just the destination of healthy eating, but the detailed tiny steps of how we're actually going to get there. Goals also give us a vision, but goal loops give us a communication pattern, especially when we're doing a group goal like my husband and I were. And even if you're just doing the goal on your own, goal loops give you a communication pattern with yourself so that you can check in with yourself, have a little conversation with yourself to see how that goal is going. Another way that goal loops give us power over our goals is goal loops give us an alternative to quitting a goal. No one likes that idea of quitting a goal. Quitters, you know, that just sounds like such a, a it has such a terrible connotation to be a quitter. And so goal loops give us an alternative to quitting a goal that we actually don't want or doing something different with it besides quitting it. So let's say that you have a goal to start doing yoga on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings, and that's, that's your goal. 
But when you see the yoga mat or maybe the protein powder because it reminds you of your healthy goals in yoga, like you feel bad all over again because you didn't do it this week or you didn't do it yesterday. And so sometimes you'll see something that'll trigger these negative feelings. The moment that we get triggered by those negative feelings or remembering that we didn't do a goal, that's the moment that we can do a goal loop and tie up those untidy efforts into an experience that we can write about, think about, talk about, throw into our backpack of experiences, and then move forward and do our next goal loop. So we would just ask the three questions. What went well? Well, I made a goal to do yoga and I bought a mat. So two things went well. Why did that go well for you? Well, because I really want to be fit and I think that being more flexible would help. And I've heard that it's also mindful. So that's why I'm um, putting the effort into learning yoga. What didn't go well? Well, when I did it the first time, I couldn't see the TV. And so I kept looking up to kind of figure out the pose and that would mess up the pose. And then I'd get kind of distracted and lost. And then my daughter woke up from her nap. And so she kept distracting me. So then we just ended up playing and she kind of was copying me with the yoga stuff. So I guess that's actually kind of another thing that went well with it. So what did you learn? I'm bad at yoga. No, 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 no. That's not what you learned. Wait a second. Is that thought serving you? Is that true? No. All right. Let's reframe that a little bit. What, what else did you learn? Well, I'm new at yoga. Okay. You're new at yoga. I'm a beginner and it's hard to focus or know if I'm doing it right since I'm doing it from a TV instructor. Okay. So now what's there to feel bad about? We know we're a beginner. We know that the first day or two didn't go that well, but if you're still excited about it, that's okay. What do you want to do now? Once you've done a little goal loop, there's always this pause where you get to decide if you want to adjust the goal, if you want to work on a different goal, if you want to continue and persist, if you want to um, double your efforts, like you get to choose how you want to adjust this goal. But the expectation that you're going to do yoga three times a week is now no longer an expectation because you've hit the pause button on the goal to decide if that's what you want to keep doing. So at this point, if you choose not to do it, you're not quitting because you're frustrated with it. You're doing it in an intentional way because you've asked yourself some questions and you've decided that this is not a good time for you to do that. Or instead you might adjust the goal. You might, um, do the yoga routine with TV while your daughter is playing in the room. And so she can just see what she's doing and that's fine. Or you might decide to try again during her nap, or you might decide to take a class first so you can actually learn the moves and it's not so awkward for you learning from the TV, or you can change your time and decide to do it before your husband goes to work. Um, or you can of course put the goal aside for a while and say, I'm going to come back to this goal later. I don't think I want to do it right now. I love how goal loops give you power over your goals. And when you have power over your goals, you get to decide what they are and where they're taking you. And you get to use those goals to create the life that you want. Thanks for being here and taking a little time out of your busy life for personal development. I applaud you for that. We take change one step at a time. You're already on your way. You're already enough. You've got this. Have a great week and we'll see you for the next principle.